0: hello everyone and welcome to the clockwork cantina episode 104 how are we doing everybody today i'm one of your hosts josh 902 this is the other host of this show
1: i'm dt3 what's going on everybody hello
0: what's up out there guys we got some news for you today it's gonna be awesome uh i woke up and was like hey microsoft's buying blizzard apparently activision blizzard (laughs) we'll get into that later but i woke up to that and was like well it's Kind of glad we're doing this today instead of our usual show on Monday because we have a couple of things that uh, we wouldn't have had yesterday uh, yeah, on here true. now. We, so
1: It's it's very, very true, yeah. Uh,
0: so yeah, we are coming to you the day, a day late. Sorry about that. Yesterday was a little bit of a pain in the ass for me. Uh, but that's over with now. So we have today. Um, I'm also a little groggy because I took uh, something to help me sleep last night. And even though I woke up early... It's still kind of affecting me. And that's just such a pain sometimes going to sleep. And like, you'll take a sleep aid and and and, and a lot of times they're fine. You'll wake up the next day and you're good to go. But sometimes you wake up and you almost feel hungover. And you're very groggy from it. It's weird. It kind of sucks a little bit. Mm. But also when I woke up, the mail had run and look what was inside. It was our new Dune book. It arrived. Our new Dune hey, collector's there it is, book man. for... Uh, sand and dust the arrakis source book here um this is the collector's edition i ordered this months ago and they are now done and shipping out to people um sweet uh, here's what it contains it says it has an overview of the planet arrakis known as dune the history and features details on the mysterious desert fremen and their many secrets a host of new options for fremen player characters including new archetypes, talents, and rules for riding the great sandworms. Ooh, uh, An in-depth look at spice harvesting and those who try to smuggle and stockpile it secretly. Um, uh, new, new, new notes on creating your own campaign set on Arrakis. New campaign options such as smugglers you can play as Fremen or merchants instead of agents of a noble house. And a complete adventure in this thing. Not sponsored, but I will gladly take your money if you want to sponsor us um uh modifius i guess that's how you say it i don't know how you say your actual name uh modifus modifius this guy's right there those guys um but yeah awesome collector's book i love these things they're great um i own like four copies of the actual dune rpg book and they all have different covers um. Uh, so obviously, anybody who knows me knows I love Dune, so I couldn't wait for that to come in and show you guys. Uh. But yeah, uh, the first thing we do usually is what we've been up to the past week. Daniel's been up to quite a bit. I can see here in his in his notes. Indeed, uh, indeed. We'll get to that. Um, so if it's okay with you, Daniel, I'll go first because mine's not as long as yours, and that way I'll go be over it. quicker. I've watched all of Yellowstone season four. Uh, so that's a, that's a thing that happened. I watched all of Yellowstone Season 4. Still love this show, still dig it. I'm dropping frames like crazy right now for some reason. Um, I've watched Boba Fett, uh, which, obviously, still loving Boba Fett, digging it. Uh, I've watched The Silent Sea on Netflix. If you haven't checked out The Silent Sea, I recommend it. Daniel, I think you would like it. Um... It's 8 8 or 9 episodes. Uh mystery sci-fi uh made by uh uh South Korea company su- uh, studio. It's pretty cool. Uh so I recommend checking that out, The Silent Sea. Um Oh, I have a new I have a new chair. For those of you that were like last time we were on the stream, last time we were on Cantina, I think i was I was having severe back issues was that the last one? I think that was the last one. I could not sit comfortably um and so I decided it was time for a new gaming chair and we have it. We have a new gaming chair here, so we got that in yeah. put it together, been sitting in it, and it's uh it's more comfortable than the old one. I'll give you that uh in terms of video games uh I'd still been playing Zomboid, although I think I'm about done with Zomboid other than like just hopping on and screwing around um. I think we're all pretty much done with it now. We've played, like, 83 hours, and we're all in the upper 48 hours range. I think Zomboid has come to an end for everybody that was playing it, uh, or close to it. And I bought the game Fights in Tight Spaces, which is, like, a card game uh, where you're playing, like, a secret agent uh, that's going through all these rooms and stuff, and you use cards, and it's turn-based to take attacks and movements and... uh, and try to get through each one. It very much reminded me of um, Slay the Spire. It's very Slay the Spire. So, anybody knows me knows I played the shitload out of Slay the Spire on my Switch. And knows I really enjoyed the fights in tight spaces. I played about eight hours of that. Um, and yeah, that's kind of like all I've been up to this past week. Not a whole lot um, with things. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Nothing super exciting, really. The new chair was kind of exciting. How about you, Daniel? What have you been up to the past
1: week? I have been up to watching a lot of movies, uh, and 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 a show. I I I also got a show in there, but a lot of movies, games, and a show. So I, of course, uh, have been playing Halo Infinite. Uh, I'm gonna be playing more today because of the new event. Uh, played some Fall Guys, also played some Zomboid, not as much as Josh and some of the other guys, as I've said, but um, yeah, I played a little bit of that, but yeah, I just, I don't know, I, 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 I guess Zomboid didn't really, uh, like, I don't know, like, I liked it, but it was, it, it, I don't know, I just, I didn't, it didn't really, uh, it didn't really, like, hit me the way that it did Josh and some of the other guys, but um, hey, it is what it is, that was fun. Uh, played some more Red Dead Online. I like to play that every once in a while. You guys know. Watch more Book of Boba. Uh, played
2: EDF 4.1. Um, played Super People, which is the new
1: battle royale. I tried. Um, I got some games for the Steam. Uh, what is it? The Steam Winter Sale, and one of those was Cooking Simulator, but I ultimately did not like it, uh, and I ended up returning it. So, yeah. I, I At least I tried it out, though.
0: Shout out to that Steam Return um, Policy.
1: <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, Eternals. I watched Marvel's Eternals, finally. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's anything too, you know... Like for me, it's 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 a mid-tier, it's a mid-tier Marvel movie. Like it's 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 there in the middle. It's not like, you know, something, it's not anything crazy. Like for me, like Shang-Chi or Spider-Man was last year. But Eternals was somewhere in the middle. I wouldn't say it was bad either. It was definitely worse Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I liked it well enough. Um, I watched the first three episodes of Peacemaker because that show is out now. We're gonna be getting one each Thursday now. I think there's eight episodes, uh, but the first three are out. I managed to watch the first three. It that show is Cuckoo Bananas, just as, you know, it it keeps the same level of ridiculousness as the the Suicide Squad movie if you've seen that. Uh, and then I watched the movies, so I watched King of Comedy, I watched uh, Minari, I watched Ready or Not, Overlord caddyshack and then i I watched i started and finished the entire season of netflix's live action cowboy bebop uh so i started that i finished it and then i play a little bit of pokemon unite so that's what i've been up to uh i definitely recommend minari that movie is great uh overlord is a fun world war ii uh Zombie movie, if you're if if that sounds interesting to you, I enjoyed it. Uh, Ready or not, I enjoyed until the end. The end was just so goofy to me, I thought that I was like, man, this movie seems fun, but man, that ending was just too goofy. Yeah, Overlord was 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 a lot of fun. Um, Caddyshack I enjoyed, but I felt like it's a little outdated now if you go back and watch it nowadays.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Sorry, guys, King of Comedy started. was was good as well another you know Scorsese De Niro movie. Um and then Cowboy Bebop I want to talk about that for a little bit. I uh, I thought it was a decent adaptation from the uh from the uh, uh the anime. I I Obviously there are some things that are that are going to be different and not and and they're going to miss a couple things because you're taking a 26 episode anime or something I forget how many episodes the anime is but it's like 20 something and yeah. you're condensing it into a 10 episode live action thing. They had some of the same like good beats and moments from the from the anime but obviously you can't have everything in there. Um and they were missing a character that you normally have throughout
2: the entire Thing. so yeah
1: um, but yeah I mean I, I liked it decently enough I I was I, I was going to be down with the season 2 if they were going to if they would do it but I mean you know now that you know now that we know it's not a thing then you know it is what it is but um, yeah no I thought it was thought it was decent there are some changes that I'm like what why would you You know why but again you're condensing from a 20 something episode anime to a 10 episode live action thing so can only
2: do so much um yeah
1: and then like I said Pokemon Unite I just wanted to play a little bit more of that because I haven't played that in a hot minute but that's pretty much what I've been up to watching movies and and whatnot I'm gonna definitely try to watch more because as we said Josh and I have a uh, Kind of like a spreadsheet deal where we uh, mark down all the stuff that we're uh, going to be watching this year. It'll be fun to see like where we're at at the end of the year, you know?
0: Yeah. Sorry, guys. I know I keep fiddling with the camera, but it's like, it looks funny to me. And I'm like, I got to fix this because it's annoying to me. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of awesome stuff that we've been up to the past week and like a day. Um, if we want to, Daniel, we can head straight into the news. I don't really have much more to really add right now.
1: Right. News. It is.
2: All right. So the first piece of news we got here is that Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl has been delayed. Yes, it has. Let me open that up for you guys. So they put out a um, a, a tweet
1: the the stalker official account um, where they have you know it's it's one of those typical uh, this game has been delayed tweets where it's like they post it's it's a tweet of an image that says you know you know has a message from the team and and. uh and whatnot um yeah so they yeah i don't you want to read it or i can I? read it i mean? can
0: read it if you
3: want right,
1: go for sorry it. yeah
0: go for uh, it. Uh, it says stalkers we have made a decision to postpone the release of stalker 2 heart of Chernobyl, to december 8th of 2022 these additional seven months of development are needed to fulfill our vision and achieve the desired state of the game a stalker 2 is the biggest project in the history of GSC, and it requires thorough testing and polishing. We are convinced that the development should take as long as necessary, especially in the case of such a project. This decision is not an easy one, but we are doing the best, uh, doing the best possible to deliver you a game that can live up to the expectations. With more information updates and showcases coming, we have an exciting and important year ahead. Thank you for your patience and understanding. With love, GSC Game World team, S.T.A.L.K.E.R. 2 Heart of Chernobyl. So basically, they just need more time to uh get it the way they want it. Um So yeah. Uh we we I know Daniel and I feel the same about this. We're fine with delays, uh, as long yeah. as the game gets the work it needs and everything comes out the way good, comes out good basically. Everybody remembers shitty games. Nobody's going to forget cyberpunk anytime soon, uh, for, for how it's release happened and all that, even though I know Daniel had minimal problems with it. And I also kind of had minimal problems with it on the PC. Uh, I had
1: a great time with the game.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, take all the time you need. We always love, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to stalker too. Um, it looks really interesting and it looked beautiful the last time we seen it. And, uh, which I think was like, I want to say, was it the E three last year? Was like the last time we saw like a trailer or something for it? I want to say, and it looked uh, really good. So
1: probably
0: hey, it was E three or like the Summer Games Fest stuff. I can't. I, kinda, I get a, I kinda, all that I get stuff all runs those together. Events
1: mixed up. Yeah, yeah, they all run together,
0: all, right? Because so. there's so especially, much,
1: especially within the past couple of years that we've been in the pandemic. It's like things just fucking. I don't know what. I don't know what happened when. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Stalker Two delayed to December.
2: Um. Yeah,
0: it's fine. Um, So, we'll see you in at Christmas time, Stalker.
2: Yep. Um.
0: Next thing we have is the Awesome Games Done Quick is over for those of you that watched that. AGDQ twenty twenty two has ended up raising a total of three million four hundred and sixteen thousand seven hundred and twenty nine dollars. For at Prevent Cancer. Uh, this offici- this is officially the most they've ever raised in the history of Games Done Quick. So awesome off to those guys for all the speed running and all the uh awesome support and generosity that people donate over there to the AGDQ uh streams that and people that watch that and they raise money for uh causes like Prevent Cancer and Doctors Without Borders and all that kinda all those uh, charity uh, organizations. So I just threw that in here because I thought it was neat, and that's a lot of money to raise, and just to show the the heart and giving that gamers have. So awesome, awesome. Um,
1: very cool that they were that they were able to raise. Yeah, uh, God, I didn't. Everybody who uh, who took part of that.
0: I didn't particularly. I didn't watch any uh, GDQs. I didn't watch any runs. I honestly, I forgot it was going, because there's just so much going on here at home.
1: So yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I'll usually I, pop I, in I and watch some. Watch, yeah, actually didn't watch any either this time. Yeah. My...
0: I remember you and I watched them run like Star Wars Obi Wan at one time one year. I want to say it was yeah. that I was that and that was pretty fun. But. I remember watching yeah. like
1: a Phantom Menace one as well. Yeah. Kind of
0: Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, moving on. Next up, uh, the God of War PC has released, and it attracted fifty thousand concurrent Steam players. That's on its release day. Um, it's that's pretty crazy. That. Yeah. That's a lot.
1: Um, sure is.
0: Which is to say, I, I have its Steam DB info up right here. So right now, there are currently. 50,000 people playing God of War right now on Steam right at this moment. Um and it's all-time peak is 73,529 people. Pretty 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 damn good for uh uh God of War there coming out on the Steam. Um I was going to say something and I completely blanked on what it was. Oh, the port is apparently really good. I know the reviews have come out, and uh, people have been talking about how uh, good of a port it is. Yeah, it's um,
1: like the... From what I hear, it's like the best PlayStation port yet, right? Which is awesome. So far, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I know some people were playing with mouse and keyboard. Apparently those controls are working really well for some of those folks. Co, I know, was talking about it on the, on the Drop Frames podcast the other day, so... Awesome, awesome. We definitely want more PlayStation games to succeed on PC cuz we want them all to come to PC. Um next up, we have Ghostface coming to Among Us. Uh they just have a little uh little poster here for you guys. I'll show you really quick. There is Ghostface coming to Among Us for those of us that play Among Us, and the new Scream movie it's come out and Monkey. apparently it's really good, so um so yeah if you want if you like ghostface, you're gonna get to wear a ghostface cosmetics soon in Among us.
1: that actually doesn't look too bad for among us, you
0: know, yeah uh so I like Among us, but I could only play it like every once in a while because my, my lying to my friends and having really high anxiety is really hard sometimes, so <laughs> um, but yeah. I do like to play it every once in a while. Um, next up, we have a Dying Light 2 Stay Human gameplay trailer. I threw this in here yesterday, I believe. We'll check that out if we want to, Daniel, if you want to open her up.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'll count us down. we will open her up. Let's see. We'll play it, we'll right. play
0: it with sound for you guys. Um, so three. Dying Light 2. Oh, yeah.
3: Three, no. two,
0: one, go. Let's check it out your head
1: love you too.
2: You better get it right. Now listen, Steve, don't try to warn anyone I'm here. said you were a pilgrim None of your business you think your barking will make an impression on me
1: did you know a- is that Troy Baker the NFT guy I hear oh my lord we didn't
0: throw that in the news but we should definitely talk about it
2: uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh dude yeah yeah long time ago Waltz hurt her.
1: he took her from me and I that's him though right or am my I-, I think it is him yeah I think he because yeah, like, I've heard this guy's everything so yeah we we kind of at this point know what he sounds like. So. Maybe I can help you.
2: Welcome to paradise.
1: Look around, Aiden. What do you see?
2: Something people outside the walls could only dream of. Who would have thought the end of the world would be so peaceful? I wish Crane could have seen this. No, well, well, this I game
3: looks very good pretty.
0: To say you were worried. <laughs> Death is how we thank traitors.
3: You didn't say you were working for Aider. I don't work for Aider. I work for myself.
2: Here we're all infected. Are you scared of him? most people are
0: zambies
1: those who are weak just give up some crazy looking zambies man <laughs> I yeah anything. give up on life but you i like that drop kick you could do man I still care.
2: Drop him. One move and he
3: died.
1: Oh, yeah, Frizaria does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's in the game.
3: On
2: behalf of all
1: its bandits, and
2: idiots, I christen you a citizen of Villador, and in the name
0: of law, you're sentenced to death for treason.
2: Dang, I know what loss is like.
3: Talking about someone in particular?
2: She trusted you and you failed her. i'll be okay you will pay for that three against one i like those odds count again sometimes you have to become a monster to stay here damn
3: nothing could ever
2: tear us apart anyway fuck the plan we don't know what's up there To pretend he's a grown up, a precious little boy. Hmm.
0: Cool, wow, that just a bit ends very roughly, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> so yeah, Dying Light 2, that's pretty cool. Trailer, um, I'm interested yeah, in the which, game, which neat. Uh, Um neat
1: yeah josh and i are actually going to be playing our co-op playing through the first game because we haven't played it yet either of us yes Uh, we're going to be going going through that i think we're going to be starting it tomorrow we should be yes should be starting it tomorrow so if you want to check that out come check out our 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 channels we're we're both going to be streaming it
0: yes we're going to be streaming i'm going to be streaming
1: guys uh, come check that out that'll be fun doing some co-op zombie killing uh, but yeah, this game looks this game looks cool. I like some of the uh, the melee and the, and, the, and the 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 fighting stuff that they showed mm-hmm. in there. Um, that was a very I, I heavy uh, story trailer. Yeah, yeah, I particularly like the the kicking <laughs> that you can do in that game. Yeah,
0: I think we can do uh, it in the first game too. I think I remember. I remember watching Dying Light trailers really? for like the first game, and you could do like the drop kick and stuff.
1: I want to say that's in the oh, first well, game. Oh well, I, I'm, you're, you're, gonna be seeing me doing that a lot if we can. Oh, we're
0: gonna, gonna be doing line. double drop. We're gonna do wrestling moves like crazy, okay? Like
1: yeah, dude, I, dude, I want to suplex a zombie, bro. Like let me, let me do that.
0: Please.
1: <laughs> let me, let me, let me just pull out a fucking a, a chair out of nowhere and smack the shit out of somebody with it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, th- yeah, that trailer looks good, man. I'm, I- I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to play the first game tomorrow. You know.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun
1: to kind of get some more of the context, maybe, of what's going on in this trailer.
0: Maybe, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, looks good. All right. Uh,
0: what's next, Daniel? Thank you. Dune you put the
1: Spice Wars will launch lean, but we'll add major features over time. Shy halud. Multiplayer and a campaign will come after the initial launch. Which is surprising because if you're going to have multiplayer and a campaign after the launch, then what the hell is the base game going to be? Right. But anyway, wow. Dune Spice Wars was originally announced the 2021 Game boards with a short cinematic trailer. Developer Shiro Games released an FAQ on Friday that reveals more information about the strategy game. Uh, the game combines RTS gameplay like base building and unit management, with the larger 4X style scope and scale. Shiro Games and publisher Funcom aren't ready to announce a price point yet, and the game will go through early access. Players will start off with start off with houses Harkonnen and Atreides as playable factions, as well as two others at, at launch. A fifth faction will be added to early access,
2: along with more later. Uh...
1: I, I suppose that the first build of the game will be focused entirely on gameplay, which takes place across complex, procedurally generated maps. And players will have to manage the intrigue, politics, armies, and more as they fight over control of Arrakis. The
0: spice must flow.
1: Uh, so, from, from a quote from one of the developers, he says, We will definitely do multiplayer, but it, it will arrive as a major update later in Early Access. Single-player campaign will also be an update sometime during this period. Um, the game will also launch without player-made mods, but the FAQ states that with enough demand for mod support, we would, they would be more than happy to look into the possibility. Cool. So there you go. There's some Dune Spice Wars. News I got later.
0: predictions for factions. All right, we already know the mm, first two. Yes. Atreides, Harkonnen, yes. we're going to get Carino, we we're going to get Fremen, and then they said like a bonus fifth faction, right? We're gonna get the Benny yes. Gesserit. I would that would be my predictions on That'd factions.
1: Be neat. Um, be neat. Yeah, four at launch, two of them we already know, and then another one in, in a future update. So,
0: so Shiro Games—they're the guys that did the biggest thing for them is Northgard, I think. Um, and I remember I am a supporter of Northgard. They gave me a key for Northgard, so maybe they'll give me a key for two. Oh, nice. uh, but New, Northgard's really good. Um... I remember playing it very early, and they're kind of... I feel like they did early access the way that it sounds like they're going to do it with Dune uh, here. Um, I feel like these guys kind of know what they're doing, especially after playing Northgard. It's a very, a very fun game if you haven't played Northgard. Check it out. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this Dune game, man. I want Spice Must Flow, bro. Let's go. Uh...
2: Yes. Yeah. they're definitely
0: doing early access there.
2: All right. What's the next? next have is a
1: little is a little thirty minute teaser for the Cyber Showdown event happening today, or I guess has already started today in Halo Infinite. Which I'm gonna be honestly, I'm gonna be playing this after stream today. Like I, you know, after we're yeah. done with this, I'm gonna be I'm gonna hop on Halo and let's get started on this event. So it's a little short, thirty-second thing. It's I've already seen this. It's a uh, it's a little cool, little machinima-style video. But let, let's check it out. There Thirty seconds. Let's Three, check it. Two, one, play. Arcade game zone. Play slipstream invaders or slip space. Oh, you gotta watch your six, bud.
0: I think got a shot in the anus. This is why you a get you, uh,
1: fucking mohawk, dude. Come on. Hologram mohawk. Let's go. There's a bunch of uh, a bunch of other stuff. So that they didn't show off in there, they obviously added stuff in the item shop, but they also have other stuff you can unlock just by playing the game. So, oh. there is like ten ranks so the first one you get a stance the second one you get a a weapon uh skin color third one you get a backdrop fourth one you get a backdrop fifth one you get like a little helmet visor sixth you get armor skin seventh you get like a little like a little knife to add onto your uh weapon like a little charm for your gun uh, Eight, you get another visor. Nine, you get a, a, a color variant for the uh, AI, and then ten. Rank ten is when you get the the the, the neon Mohawk. So I'll, that's gonna be fun. I'm excited to check that out later. Um, they also should should have fixed the big team battle thing today. So I'm hyped to be able to play with friends again. Those big teams. Yeah. Because uh, I really enjoyed that when we
2: first got into it. Um. <laughs>
0: I like right. Halo, but I've been having a hard time, uh, playing the multiplayer, because I suck really bad, <laughs> so, man. um, I need to play more, because I'm not going to get any better just by not playing.
1: Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, here's the big news, man. You are ready to get yeah, into here's the Yeah, the the here's the
0: big one, y'all. Um... Uh, Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard for 70 billion dollars. I think it I think it's actually like 67 like 60, point yeah, something 60 I want to say. Yeah.
1: I thought it was like uh, 68 or 60. I don't know. It's it's like it's a little under 70 billion. Let's be real. That a 70 bill, money, that's dude. a lot of money, dude. That's a shit ton of money, man. Holy fuck, dude.
0: So, here's the here's the thing. Um I'm trying to get all the info. So the info is all over the place, um, but yeah, the the report came out. I think it was the Wall Street Journal come out and said, "Hey, Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard, the troubled publisher behind Call of Duty and World of Warcraft, which has been facing crisis over the last year following enormous reports of sexual misconduct and discrimination." It's a gigantic fucking deal. Like it's kind of like nuts because Microsoft has been on a tear lately with buying up companies, yeah, right? Like they're
1: buying everything. Yeah, everything up, man. And
0: it doesn't seem like they're going to stop until they legally have until they legally have to, right? To keep them from having like a monopoly or whatever. So um yeah, it's just under 70 billion um Bobby Kodak, who we all kind of are is in the doghouse with like anybody, even though he's a rich dick millionaire, is going to continue to be CEO while the... you know, while the... while they they wait for the deal to close, 100%. You know, there's a time that you kind of have to wait for it to be like, okay, this is happening. This is, uh... uh... 100% going to happen. And then the odds are, all the reports are saying that he's going to leave and be gone, and that it's all going to report directly to Phil Spencer under Xbox. Um instead, which I think is is a good thing. I think it's good. Phil Spencer's a really cool uh, CEO over there running Xbox. Um, has made them a ton of money. Seems to be, like, all about the games and stuff. Um, I have a list here that, with this uh, deal complete, here's every Activision Blizzard intellectual property that Xbox now owns, which includes Crash Bandicoot and Guitar Hero. So, Here's all the IP that technically Xbox will own after this deal. They will own Blur, Caesar, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, DJ Hero, Empire Earth, Gabriel Knight, Geometry Wars, Guitar Hero, Gun, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Hexen, Interstate 76, King's Quest, uh, Lara Bo Mysteries, The Lost Vikings, Overwatch, Phantasmagoria, Pitfall, Police Quest, Prototype, uh, Quest for Glory, Singularity, Skylanders, Soldier of Fortune, Space Quest, Spyro the Dragon, Starcraft, Tenchu, Legacy Games, uh, Time Shift, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, True Crime, World of Warcraft, and Zork. That is fucking insane, especially especially because like. Spyro and Crash Bandicoot are, like, PlayStation staples, right? Like, that's what I remember those things being on. Like, that's insane that they will own all of this. Um, Apparently, the general feeling is... Let me see where I can find it here. Jason Schreier. I'm looking at Jason Schreier's Twitter, by the way. Um, So, some of the sentiments that he's heard from Activision and Blizzard employees today are optimistic about management changes... And the positive culture at several Xbox owned studios. So that's the thing. Uh, Phil Spencer and the Xbox guys, they're apparently really known for having really good, positive work cultures at their studios. But they're also, the but employees are also like mad because it's kind of giving Bobby Kodak a big payday and a soft exit instead of like being forced out. Yeah, um,
1: I mean, that's that's a fair point. Yeah.
0: Which I think, yeah, it's totally fair uh, about that. Um, i personally think that ultimately it's going to be a good thing um, i agree uh i do i do am like on the side of the employees here that i don't like you know it kind of gives bobby kodak and not just him but everybody that was kind of like a shitty person at activision blizzard kind of like a big payday and then they get to kind of have a walk off silently into the... Not that they're already not fucking rich-ass billionaires, whatever the fuck. Um get to walk off into the sunlight, and that'll be it and over with now. Um, the good news is, under Xbox, things will probably flourish. Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of things will improve. A lot of things will be better. Especially if you've ever heard somebody like Phil Spencer talk. You can really tell that he's somebody that cares a lot about video games. Um... And maybe there'll be the step in the right direction to like, yeah, they're going to take some heat now. Like Xbox is going to, they're going to take some heat over this. Um, It is a little scary that they're, they're buying up all these big companies. If you're a PlayStation fan, it can be a little, you know, a little, 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 little not necessarily a good thing. Although I think Phil Spencer has said that they still will have some things that... So one article I said said they want to keep having some things that are PlayStation to remain kind of PlayStation kind of stuff. But, um, isn't it crazy that it felt like just a, not even that long ago, which maybe it was a long time ago now. It's like, it felt like Xbox was like not doing that well. And then like, yeah, Phil it was Spencer like stepped in and took over. And I, I, mean,
1: I, re- I remember it's like, yo, Xbox was not doing Jack, shit, dude, and then now they're just they completely turned it around, and Mm -hmm. they're they're doing big things, man.
0: It's crazy.
1: It is crazy that they're kind of monopolizing all these fucking, you know. They're just buying up all these studios, man. It's 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 kind of nuts, dude.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: So that's the big thing that happened today. So I'm kind of glad we. Ended up doing the show today instead of yesterday because we get to talk about that while it's while it's fresh. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I was gonna. So I don't know if you you saw this image, Josh, but th- I know you were kind of reading stuff off. But here is uh, kind of yeah, like a, hit a, me. one of the if you want to show everybody like kind of some of the stuff that they they've acquired. Uh,
0: yeah, let's open that
1: here. Up. I know you already named some of these, but we got Xbox now plus Activision, Blizzard. King, and then we have, you know, some of the some of the big uh, the, the, the the big the big the big games that they have, like Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, Starcraft, and then we got some of the studios then at the bottom there, like Treyarch and Raven and High Moon, Sledgehammer Games, Beanox, Infinity War, Demonware, Voice for Bob. So there you go. Look at that, man. That's it's kind of nuts that they have all of that now you know now now,
0: close your eyes and think about this daniel think about this diablo overwatch 2 world of warcraft coming soon to xbox game pass (laughs) you know what i mean like
1: oh yeah it's yeah uh
0: that's crazy to think about it's
1: crazy yeah um
0: People are talking about I, them having like a subscription with World of Warcraft. Hopped into that stuff, uh, all that—that's just crazy to me. Yeah. Please
1: continue. Yeah, no, I was just—it—it it is going to be interesting now that they own some of this stuff. Like what, like call it, like, will Call of Duty and Overwatch become Xbox exclusives? Probably not, but you know, it's just—it—it it raises all these like like interesting questions of like, what's gonna, what are they gonna keep solely for themselves, and what are they gonna be like? All right, you guys can have this too, you know
0: hmm It's also gonna be crazy to be like, okay, we have this IP now. What if we gave it to this studio to work on this different Xbox studio that we have over here to work on? What if we bring yeah. in this team to do something with the Warcraft universe, not just World of Warcraft, you know but what? Warcraft? You,
1: like, it's funny that you say that because I was actually gonna mention that, Josh. What if they pull a like League of Legends? Because you know how they're, you know how League is mm-hmm. like their big game, right? Yeah. But they have like they've been doing like other games that are not League now, right? But that are part of their universe.
2: So I was exactly. gonna say,
1: what if they do the same thing with Warcraft? Of course, we've had WoW for how many years now? How many? How long has WoW been out? Like oh four or something like that?
0: Jesus Christ, a long fucking time, man. Uh, anyway, it's been is... out
1: for a very long time. So, so it's like I feel like it would now would be a, a good time to to do something more with uh, with, with 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 Warcraft, man. Like. Like I would love to see a Warcraft four, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. like, or just something, or something else. Like, how cool would a would a Warcraft like RPG game be, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like like do something else with it. Like, yeah, WoW's great and people love it and all that, you know. But like, I would I would like to see something more in the Warcraft universe because I think, I think it's too, I think it's too interesting of a, of a world to just leave it in a MMO for forever. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and Xbox so is kind of getting I into. Like they're kind of getting into like TV shows and things too. Like we're going to have a Halo TV yeah. series. I mean, you now own yeah. all of this IP, you know, so, and you're and look, take a lessons from like the fucking so, The League guys with like their shows like, and stuff on Netflix.
1: With, yeah, with Arcane and whatnot, which I haven't seen yet, but I'll probably watch soon. Anyway, I was going to say as an Overwatch guy, yeah. I would love to see an Overwatch show kind of like those little like Mini cinematic things that they do, dude. If they did something like that, I would be all about it, man. I would love, love to see something like that, man. Yeah, that'd be really, really cool. It would be,
0: would be really cool.
1: Sorry, guys, my monitor.
0: I put my hand on my monitor and I don't have it tight enough, and it fucking slid down a little bit, and that's why everything got whacked a minute. Um, but yeah, this would be. It's insane. They they own they own so much IP now that uh man it'd be it'd be crazy police quest was like the thing that kind of gave birth to swat and stuff like that over there i think um so like i don't know like what if you you know starcraft could become a a, a whole other thing the the, the fucking diablo yeah, could be a whole other different thing you now
1: bunch of other stuff with these games and it's it's kind of it's kind of exciting man but, it's it's interesting cause, and cause neat
0: think,
3: and exciting
1: uh, yeah. yeah i think that uh as as uh as um when Max von cedar's character in the force awakens said at the beginning of that movie this will begin to make things right man I, I think, yeah right i, I think hope this so will, this will this will be this is this is going to be the the mark of good things for uh, for for flipping and Blizzard around and and all that stuff. You know, yeah, we we hope so, right? Because you know, they've been they're like the 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 one. Well, I say the one, but Activision Blizzard both have kind of been the the big like you know the everybody's been shitting on them for a while. And and granted, it's uh it is it is warranted, but with some of the you know.
2: Shit that they've done, which we've talked about already many
1: times um, but yeah, it just hopefully they they can I, I think the biggest thing because i i like I do legit think like this is gonna turn them around like being owned by xbox now, but I think yeah. the biggest thing about all of this is what we were talk- what you were talking about a little bit earlier, is that some of these scumbags that were involved and in all the shit that's been going on over there, mm-hmm. I think we they need to be kind of. What's the word? I don't want to say like. um I almost said like dealt with, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> no, like, no, no. You
0: mean, you know, they
1: need like I'm they need to not work in the, the industry
0: like, anymore. They shouldn't be in yes. the industry anymore. They should never hold they, a position of power know. ever again. They, I know what you're talking like, about. Like blackball. Yeah, they I'm shouldn't like, be in the anywhere like, in that. Yeah, they
1: they they, they 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 shouldn't be forgotten in the midst of all of this. Like this is exciting. Because hopefully this is gonna bring great changes to to what's going on over there, but yes. let's not forget about all these scumbags that did some despicable shit. You know what I mean? Like, like exactly. do not let them just go free and 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 and, and got away with
0: it. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like don't don't let them do that. So so hopefully in the midst of all this this news, which is which sounds very exciting, we can also you know, uh, you know bring some, some justice
2: to, to some of the nasty shit that was, that happened and, and, yes. and the people that were responsible for, for that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely interesting. Crazy was not expecting to see that when I woke up out of my grogginess. Yeah. And I looked at, I looked at my, I do two things when I wake up, I check my email cause I get a bunch of Kickstarter emails and I always want to know if something's shipping cause it's exciting and I'll look at the gaming news, because I'm like, I wonder if there's anything I need to throw in the news uh, before we get sure started
1: Sure enough. Today uh, was today.
0: And, um, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's just a rumor. And then I read past it and it said, confirmed. And I was like, wait, what? This is actually happening? <laughs> what? Um, it's crazy. <laughs> By the way, there's yeah, still some more on news. this. I have another article yeah, here from it. Polygon. That's about, will Call of Duty and Blizzard games be Xbox exclusive? Here's what Microsoft has said on that. So this is an article over on Polygon. Go check it out. It says, uh, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard brings major game franchises like Call of Duty, Diablo, Overwatch, StarCraft, and WarCraft to the house of Xbox. It's a coup for mi- Microsoft, which not only grows its number of eternal game development studios to 30, but it's also a major boon for Game Pass. The company's game subscription that brings subscribers a monthly menu of games for Xbox consoles, mobile devices, and PC. The game library, the Game Pass library, will eventually include Activision games, Microsoft confirmed, but likely not until 2023 when the deal is expected to be complete. So this deal won't even be complete till next year. Yeah, uh, I
1: mean that makes sense. They they something like this is for sure bound to take a while. So that's
0: yeah, that a, a lot of money sense. too, like. I wish I could put into words how indescribable that amount of cash is, but it's insane. Um, So here's what this article continues saying. But what does Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard mean for players on other platforms? Will games like Call of Duty and Overwatch become Xbox console exclusives? Microsoft isn't saying for now. Microsoft gaming CEO Phil Spencer, recently promoted from, from head of Xbox, said in a prepared statement that when his company acquisition of Activision Blizzard closes, we will offer as many Activision Blizzard games as we can within Game Pass, both new titles and games for Activision Blizzard's incredible catalog. It's unclear what could limit Microsoft from offering all of Activision Blizzard games through Game Pass, but World of Warcraft, which has its own subscription-based model, could be excluded from Microsoft's plans. I... this is just Josh talking, I don't believe that. I believe they will have some sort of combination subscription, you'd be crazy not to um to uh include like maybe if it's even $5 more on game pass uh to get more people into game pass and get can get like a monthly subscription to wow or something too i could see that happening maybe even $10 uh you get like a $5 discount for getting a, in addition to that i could see that happening um but according to a report from bloomberg citing sources microsoft plans to continue making some of activision's blizzard games for playstation consoles but will make some content exclusive to xbox addressing players of activision blizzard games on playstation platforms spencer said in an interview with bloomberg it's not our intent to pull communities away from that platform we remain and we remain committed to that that report didn't mention nintendo switch's platform where blizzard games like overwatch and diablo 3 have been released in recent years the approach sounds different from Microsoft's plans to bring Bethesda software games like Starfield and The Elder Scrolls VI only to Xbox consoles after acquiring parent company ZeniMax Media in 2020. After Microsoft's acquisition of ZeniMax was announced, Spencer said it would decide on a case-by-case basis whether to bring games from Bethesda, its software, Machine Games, and Arcane Studios, and other third-party pl- uh, and others to third-party platforms like PS5 and Switch. Microsoft ultimately decided to keep games like Starfield do this November exclusive to Xbox Series X and Windows PC as an incentive to ex- to Game Pass subscribers. Microsoft has continued to support one of its biggest acquisitions to date, Mojang's uh, My- Minecraft on a wide variety of platforms since 2014 when it snapped up the studio in its hit game for $2.5 billion. It could conceivably do the same for future Activision Blizzard releases, in particular Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4, which could launch next year in advance of the acquisition's closing. Microsoft could also keep its free-to-play, cross-platform Call of Duty game Warzone available on all systems while bringing the annual Call of Duty release exclusively to Xbox and PC. Of course, Microsoft also envisions its Xbox cloud gaming service as another major area of growth. Through the cloud, we're extending the Xbox ecosystem and community to millions of new players, including in global markets where traditional PC and console gaming has long been a challenge, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said in prepared remarks Tuesday. When we look ahead and consider new possibilities like offering Overwatch or Diablo via streaming to anyone with a phone as part of Game Pass, we start to understand how exciting this acquisition will be. So... It is it is crazy that this is happening. I think I think we've already said that all need to be said. Ultimately, I think it's going to be a good thing. Xbox is going to take a lot of heat right now. Um, a lot of those jerks that worked at Activision Blizzard are, are probably going to get quiet little exits, and that'll probably be the thing. Although, I hope that they get like a black mark somewhere where it's like they will never work in a position of power again, or they will never... You know, hold and be in a position where they have power over anybody ever again because they are scum and abuse their power well. and try to take advantage of uh, of their workmates and you know discrimination and all that stuff um, that happened with Blizzard. You, everybody knows how I feel about Blizzard and their recent problems. I've ranted about it extensively. Um, I hope that this is the right step to set things right, uh, and I. Phil Spencer and Xbox have... Uh, I don't know if you guys have listened to interviews with Phil Spencer, but I have. Uh, particularly the Drop Frames interviews. And he seems to come off as a guy that really cares about gaming, video games, and the people that purchase gaming games and gaming from not just him, but like all the platforms. He seems to really care about that. Um, so, ultimately... I think this will be a good thing, uh, and I don't know if Daniel has any more he wants to say on the uh, on the Blizzard stuff no, or not. Or...
1: I, I feel like we've we've talked enough about the 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 Blizzard Activision uh, acquisition of uh, you know for Microsoft, but like I said, I think ultimately this is going to be a good thing. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see where this takes us in the future. I'm hoping that you know they get rid of everybody who like like we've been saying, you know, is deserving of that um that they should no longer be in in the space at all um continue to do what they were they were doing, to, you know, get them out of here. Uh so hopefully they 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 do that. And then yeah, I mean in terms of just like the gaming aspect of it, I'm I'm excited to see what I mean, the potential here is is, is great, you know like they there there's a lot of a lot of cool things that you know that could be accomplished under Xbox now for them um but there's a lot of other little mini variables like you know is Xbox monopolizing too many things and uh you know uh what are they going to keep exclusive to Xbox and and I guess PC well I mean for me like I'm a PlayStation guy but I also like have been coming have I've been becoming more of a PC guy so I kind of, you know, as long as it's for me, as long as it's on PC, it's fine. As long as my, as long as it's on PC and I can play it, it's all good, you know. But uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there who, who, yeah, they 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 don't have the the luxury of being like, yo, I have either option. I only have PlayStation or you know, whatever. And it's like, or or you know, the Switch, like we were saying. So they, you know, how's it is, how's is this gonna work out for them, you know? So that'll be interesting. But. Like I said, I think ultimately this this will end up being a good thing, um, but you know, time will tell. Uh, but yeah, that's big big news for sure, though. Big big news.
0: Yeah, the biggest thing that happened today makes me glad that we delayed the show a day. Um, oh yeah, ooh, it ended up it,
1: working out. Sure.
0: Yeah, uh, so just so we had the chance to talk about it, and I'm sure we'll probably talk about it again next week because I'm sure there will be more news out about it and more.
1: Yeah, more well, be like
0: cooked in our minds you know
1: and then as we said this won't be completed till like next year because things like this take a while to complete because it's a lot you know a lot of money that they're dealing with and it's a it's it's a big deal man it's it's a big it's a big thing so that will uh for sure take a a while
0: yeah that's that's uh that's scrooge mcduck swimming in your vault of gold money you know that's some (laughs) that's some crazy shit right there but we can move yeah. on to the television news if you would like to, Daniel. We'll keep, keep, keep yeah, let's you... go
1: ahead and do that. And uh, hello, everybody who's, w- who's watching us live yeah. in the chat. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, guys, welcome. Uh, But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the television news. So remember how last time we, we uh, I think it was last week, we were talking about how they were working on a new Zorro project with Wilmer Valderrama or whatever? Yes. Turns out they're doing another Zorro thing. And it's gonna be a female-led one coming from Robert and Rebecca Rodriguez with Sean Treta and Propagate in the works over at the CW. So a female-led Zorro on the CW. Uh from Robert Rodriguez how how do we feel about this i am very uh, i like robert rodriguez and his stuff but i don't see i was, was all on
0: like, board no, no, no. till i heard cw and then i was like yeah. oh man you know because i'm yeah. kind of like i'm yeah. not on the outs with cw but i'm like i'm just kind of done with their their style that they
1: do over no, there, i feel you, know? you man i feel you i used to watch a lot of their stuff like all the dc things but now i'm just like yeah i, I just i can't with their with their stuff man like it they also like my, one of my big problems with them is they tend to do like the twenty-two, twenty-three episode seasons. And I'm just like, I don't have time for that, dude. Yeah, like, just give me a give me a tight ten episode season, and I'm good, dude. Like quality over quantity, dude. Don't make all these dumbass. I, I get that's their thing though, right? They they it's drama for drama's sake, so they have to stretch it out and make it twenty three episode seasons or whatever. But it just yeah, I mean honestly, this doesn't sound too promising. Um I like Robert Rodriguez and all the stuff that he's been doing, which which by the way, speaking of Robert Rodriguez, he is the showrunner of the Book of Boba Fett. And that's been fantastic. We're gonna be talking about that when we're when we're when it's done. I'm excited for tonight's episode. Um but speaking of him, I I need to watch Alita Battle Angel, so I'll probably watch that within the next week and, and report back to you guys on how I feel about that, because I definitely need me to check that out. I'm excited to check that out for things. But anyway, yeah, this one, I don't know, man. I, I just it doesn't sound all that problem. I mean, I, the other Zoro thing, I was like, man, I was kind of iffy on that, but this one is even less. I'm just like, oh, I don't know, man. I just, yeah, yeah W just really does not Encouraged, update. they're just
0: they're just they use kind of like the same formula for all their shows, and it's like it ends up feeling like if I've seen one, I've seen them all kind of thing. And like, I just haven't really liked the CW in a little while lately, and I'm just kind of done with the CW, you know. Like, I, it's weird to be done with like a whole network, but I'm kind of <laughs> done with the whole network, you know, like it's not my cup of yeah, tea. That's fair, man.
1: Right now, I see because I'm kind of on this. I'm kind of on the same boat, man, myself. Which um, they is, have some cool funny. names attached.
0: They yeah. got cool names attached, you know. But like, I just don't know. I just don't yeah. know.
1: It's fair. It's fair.
0: Um. Yeah. So that's a thing that exists. Zoro apparently, is coming back in style with uh with them wanting to do at least two. Two shows, two things.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be. It, it's kind of interesting how that works, right? Like they have like just in general, they have like a a, a franchise or a property or, or an IP, I guess is the the right term for like for something that they haven't done in years, and then like and then like just out of nowhere, like and they announce like multiple projects on that thing, and it's like, wow, you guys haven't done anything on this for years, and now all of a sudden you got multiple things coming out for this. It's wild
0: yeah yep, yep 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 um yeah i have nothing else to say on that so if we want to move on we sure can
1: yeah we'll 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 move on um all right next thing i got here is the legend of vox machina the red band trailer over at prime video i haven't seen this yet so this i've is watched my... this already it's um, my to fir- my first-time reaction here. You guys can, uh, can check that out. If you want to uh, count us down, Daniel, you can. Yes. We are going to start this in three, two, and one. Play. Evil Prime video. Rises.
3: Our only hope lies in these brave warriors. What the fuck? Right who else have we got
1: it's funny how well i'll I'll speak on it after okay i'm sorry who the hell are you who fucks machina we fuck shit up they fuck they fuck shit up (laughs) is that like actually from the show did they actually say that
0: yeah I'm pretty sure they do yeah
1: you can't be serious that's funny man. them for such a task all reputation is all right. than instead I have some things to say but I'll speak if after this is over
3: not getting us anywhere maybe we try doing some good this time nah. if this evil persists the kingdom will starve to death I suggest we run right now. We We (laughs) fought. Oh man. Grog, you're hurt. No big question
1: oh damn i don't think that's normal (laughs) all right so all right what do you think so this drops on the 28th which is not this friday but the friday after that so next next friday and uh i think that looks pretty neat so for those of you who are unaware I'm sure mo- I'm listen I'm sure most everybody knows by now but by, by by some chance you are not aware. This show is based off of the season 1 of Critical Role, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right. Correct?
3: Correct.
1: So, that's what this is about. It's the first season of of Critical Role, and I haven't seen any of that. I'm not a Critical Role watcher just because like there's so much to watch, dude. I like I don't like they are like four hour episodes and there's so many and everything, but like, I, I, I definitely want to check this show out though. Cause it looks like a lot of fun. And that also they're bringing back the same cast, which are, you know, professional voice actors that they had for that, you know, like Laura Bailey and, and Travis Willingham and, 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 you know, and all them peoples that, that, that are on the critical role. They're, they're coming back to reprise their characters here for the show. And again, I have not seen Critical Role, but this seemed very uh, promising from when it was announced. Um, I like D&D. I mean, obviously, you guys know that you've been watching our show. You know that I like D&D. Josh likes D&D, very obviously. We both like it here. We, we enjoy it. Um, I thought it was funny how, like, at the beginning of the trailer... They kind of have like a Fellowship of the Ring type group, yeah. And then they just like kill them off, and they're like, "Oh well, these guys are fucking dead. Who else we got?" You know. So that that was kind of a funny way to 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 start the uh, the, the 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 trailer. Um, and then I just yeah, I I, I guess I I kind of even though I mentioned it that it was a Red Band trailer, I kind of just like I, it kind of caught me off guard when they, <laughs> when they said that one thing of uh, what what was it? Uh, fuck. I, I don't know the character's name, but it was like the big ball guy? no 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 not him. It was the uh at the I'm trying to rewind it and go back to it. Oh it was at the uh, the, the twenty nine minute the twenty nine second mark when it was like we fuck shit up, you know? Like
0: We're Vox so, we fuck shit up.
1: Yeah, that line. I was like, I wonder if they like they, they actually said that on the on the on the the critical role, which I guess would make sense if they. Yes, it they did Yes, they did. They did say it on the it. show. There's that's, even
0: a moment during the, the show where like,
2: then.
0: Travis's character is like ordering the crew to attack, and he's like, "Vox Machina, fuck shit up." So they start killing everybody. They're like it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, that's Scanlan, the little short guy. That's Scanlan. Um. If I could find a photo of all the characters, here we go. I have them open. I'll I'll tell you each character. Um from left to right, this is Percy DeRolo, um, Grog, Scanlan. This is Pike. I missed Pike down here. I didn't see her. Uh down here next to Grog and, and then Percy is is uh, Pike. And then yep. you have Scanlon. Um you have uh i'm i'm brain farting right now on Merisha's fucking druid's character. Hang on, let me get the whole names. Like <laughs> my br- look, in my defense, my, I'm very groggy today. That's Keyleth. Um uh Keyleth. and then there's the twins which are uh Vex and Vax or Vax and Vex. I get them mixed up. Everybody gets them mixed up. Um uh Vaxeldan okay, okay. and Vexalia. Um, and then there's a bear. I don't know if you saw the bear, which is uh, uh, in here somewhere, if I can find it, that is also kind of like the pet, the ranger pet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, this will be covering, I think the show is going to cover a couple of different story arcs from the show, uh, the actual. Critical Role campaign. show, campaign, yeah. Um, so I'm not sure which parts these early ones are taken care of. I think they're going to deal with, like, Percy's kind of storyline. I don't want to say much, because it, it'll be spoilers. But, um Because yeah. we're definitely going to be watching it and checking it out, so. Um, but yeah, it looks like they're keeping the tone of the show with, like, the actual campaign, which is, like, they're silly and goofy and kind of ridiculous at times, like, it's like if you took us and threw us in a fantasy world and told us to go be badasses, you know. It's like it's gonna feel like a D and D campaign. Um. So, yeah, I I think it looks pretty cool, and I mean, also, I mean, look at look at Scanlan giving this, giving him the finger with his fucking hand. All right, like this show looks
1: hilarious. I can't wait. It's gonna be yeah. Fun. It looks fun, man. It looks fun. I definitely wanna I definitely wanna check that out. Uh, but yeah.
0: So that is that is Vox Machina, coming soon to Amazon Prime.
2: Sweet. Alright, next thing we got here is The Last of Us, over on HBO, has
1: some casting news. They have cast uh, Storm Reed as Riley. Uh, so, for those of you who have played the game, you know who that is. Uh, but if you have not played the game, uh, Riley is one of the
2: uh, girls that befriends Ellie in the game.
1: Uh, and I want to—I don't want to say more than that. But she's one of Riley's friends, and or, or one of Ellie's friends. From the first game, and she has a pretty big prominent uh role in the d l c for the first game, which I believe was called left behind That was left behind I think or
2: something like that but
1: yeah, so anyway, character that from the d l c that they're
2: uh you know that they have now cast for
1: the show and storm meets uh you know. She's 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 been in some stuff in her young career. Um, I think one of the things that people may recognize her from. Uh, or or one of the 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 bigger things that people may recognize her for, um, I think like maybe uh, Euphoria is like a a big show that that's going on right now that that people may know her from, or she's been in like I think the the biggest thing that she's been in is that Wrinkle of Time movie. It mm. came out like a few years back. That's probably her biggest thing. Um but yeah. So so that'd be cool to see her in something uh like this. Oh, she was also um like for, for the comic book crowd, she was also I believe uh Bloodsport's daughter in the Suicide Squad. That's where she, I was trying to think of like where is she you know she's been in something that maybe more people have seen. Ah, yes, that's yes, what yes, it yes. was. So she was, yeah, she was Bloodsport's daughter in
2: in, uh, the Suicide Squad.
1: Um, But yeah, some some Last of Us casting news. I think that's a solid choice for Riley. Um, Yeah. Next up, we have some Moon Knight news, which I was very excited about. I'm very glad that we finally got this last night. So we, first of all, we have the uh, the poster for Moon Knight, which I think this is a, a crazy, cool it's poster. Cool poster. They, they, they it's did cool a good shit. job on it. I like Take it a that. lot. Yeah, You can show. Go ahead and show the, the, the stream there. Yeah, look at that, guys. I think that's cool, man. It's The hand. And then you got the Moon Knight logo. Original series coming March 30th. Only on Disney Plus. I am very excited for this. This is like my yeah. most anticipated of the of the of the uh, of the shows that we're getting on on, on Disney Plus. And it's good that we now have a release date. I'm kind of like bummed that it's coming on the 30th. I thought we would be here sooner, man. Because this means that from now until then, we kind of don't have anything. Like that means that the last uh, Marvel thing we had was Spider Man, and then. The last show before that was Hawkeye, and it's been Hawkeye's been over for a while now, so yeah, kind of wish we had more something else in between now and then, but I'm also a star wars guy, and you get and 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 we have book boba right now, so i'm 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 happy to have something you know uh that I can watch in the meantime or that you know some of us mm-hmm. who are who are both Star wars and Marvel fans can watch in the in the meantime but uh but if you're just a Marvel fan for, for for whatever reason and you don't like anything else, then you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wait, I guess. Yeah. March 30th. I mean it's not super far away, but you know, it's have to wait a bit for it.
3: Uh-huh.
1: That's okay. the poster, and then we have the trailer. So throw up, throw up the trailer. It's like a minute fifty so fifty-seven. Uh, we will watch this in. Well, by the way, I actually reacted to this. So if you want to go check out my initial reaction, you can go check that out on my YouTube channel. Uh, I watched this already, and yeah, you can, you can go see what I thought of it uh, initially there. But uh, let's let's do the let's do the countdown here. Uh, we are going to be watching this in three, two, one, play.
0: Welcome to staying awake. I have a sleeping
1: disorder. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Hello,
3: and welcome to <laughs> staying
1: awake. Hello. To
0: Hello. 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 Damn.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like the use of day and night in this as well.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll catch you on. You're bloody
2: useless, Stevie. Stephen. Uh, I can't, can't tell, tell the difference is.
1: between, between eyes life and dreams. dreams. Oh. Oh. Thank you. Lost the contact lens.
2: Hope you find it.
1: Thanks.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, you're alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Why did you call
2: me Mark? It must be very difficult.
3: The voice in your head. Shut up! There's chaos in you.
1: the shot where he flies over the bad very batman-esque i'm digging it. i love it yeah it looks great so i'm I,
0: really excited
1: yeah i'm so hyped for that i um i think this is going to be one of the more darker uh marvel uh things that, that we get um it's also going to have to deal a lot with like mental health shit because as you can see our main character here is dealing with, with some shit uh and honestly, I just love the way the suit looks, and and and, and everything. Like I, I, yeah, I can't wait. Marvel's Batman is here, baby. He's gonna fuck some shit up, and I can't wait. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. I saw some people were like having some jokes at uh, at his accent that he has, like his like British accent that he has in this. Which I mean, I even said it in my reaction. Well, that sounds kind of funny, but you know, it. it I like Oscar Isaac though. he's he's, he's, a, he's a good he's a good dude. So. I'm excited to see
2: this show. Uh, And yeah,
1: we just, we got to wait a little bit, but not too, too much, too much longer. So can't wait.
0: Yeah, I I think the trailer looks good. And I was also a little thrown off by the accent because I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, eh, it's okay. Um, But yeah, I like... uh... I I love the costume. I like how it looks. I like how it kind of envelops him like a mummy. Um, I like that we're kind of getting into the Egyptian-type stuff with Marvel. Um, and I, I look forward to the show. And I look forward to it being kind of trippy. Because uh, it definitely looks trippy. And, yeah. Um, like, when he wakes up and he's, like, driving. And he's just shot somebody. And he has a gun. And he looks at it. And he's like, oh, God. What have I done? Kind of deal. So... Hoping for more of that stuff, so that look, it looks really good. I can't wait. Um, yeah. What do we got next?
1: The other thing that we got here is something that I actually dropped earlier today, and this is the last thing that we have for TV news. But it is a official trailer for the Cuphead show. Oh over on over at Netflix. They are doing a show. And yeah, let's uh, go ahead and check this out. I haven't seen this yet because again, it just dropped earlier today. I haven't either. But we are going to start this now. Three, two, one, play. I really like the art style. Yeah, oh, I've always liked the art style of, of uh, bad, so sure. but yeah, this Nobody looks great. I'm not so sure?
3: i double down. What does that even mean?
2: Wow, <laughs> <laughs> let me introduce you to some friends of mine. <laughs>
0: Oh my lord! He done took his soul.
1: <laughs> I love it when they run.
3: Roll the dice.
1: Roll the dice.
0: Time for a double down.
3: I hate those cups.
1: You guys want an evening you'll never forget?
3: Trouble. <laughs> we <Whoa>. do. <laughs> no. Oh, if you're looking for fun, yes, we are looking for fun. And a got the baby, i baby, 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 to
1: Well, it's fun. Yeah. It definitely doesn't seem like I, I, I would get as frustrated watching this as I would playing the game. So I'm <laughs> all for it. <laughs> and it's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful uh, uh, art style. I re I really do. I really do like it. I really do like the art style. A lot. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I like that old school like animated type feel. You know. So
2: yeah. Um. That's all we got for TV news. Um, so if you want to go ahead and yeah. get started on the uh, the final
1: part of the news, which is the uh, movie news. The movie news. Oh, excuse me, guys. go ahead and do that really
2: quickly. Uh, let's go ahead and get that going here um
1: all right so what do we have we have pig director michael Sarnowski, is going to helm the next a quiet place movie for paramount so uh jeff nichols left the project in october Paramount Pictures has moved fast on his replacement. It looks to have found one of its more sought-after rising stars in town. Uh, Pig director Michael Sarnowski is in the negotiations to helm the untitled next installment of the Quiet Place franchise. He will also be brought on to pen the script. So not only is he going to be the director, but he will also be writing the script. Uh, Not much more is known about this project other than it not being a threequel but rather a spinoff based mm. on an idea from John Krasinski, who directed and starred in the first two films. The hope is that this film will be will set up a potential quiet place universe that the studio can build on for years to come. Uh, it is known that while not out of the question, Emily Blunt and Krasinski likely would not reprise their roles in this installment, which makes sense. I mean, if you want to do a spinoff and do an actual spinoff, you know, don't don't mm-hmm. have the main characters. Of the other two movies being this one too, right? Um, but yeah, I I like the Quiet Place movies. I I definitely prefer the first one over the second one. Same. But I feel like it's an interesting enough, or I feel like it's I feel like it's something that you could potentially do a, a universe. Don't with, they? You know? Don't they have a game they coming? They do. I... They do have a game coming. No, oh, they was... do. You're right. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Um. So it looks to me like they're already kind of built the universe, and like they got a game coming. They've had two movies. They're working on a spin-off. I'd call that a universe. Um, I definitely like the first one more than the second one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, although I didn't, I didn't hate the second one. I just love, I prefer the first one. I feel like it's got more of the the mystery and kind of stuff to it because it's you know your first foray into that world. Um, I haven't seen Pig, so I don't know. Like I don't know this director really this much, so uh,
1: yeah. could
0: be cool, I guess, yeah
1: um. yeah, it could be could be interesting this uh there's just not a whole lot to add because like we just don't know a whole lot of, we don't have a lot of information on it, it's just like they're doing a spin off based an idea off of John Krasinski, but we don't know what that is, you know, so it's kinda hard to to you know. Give it anything. They don't even have a script yet because they're gonna bring this guy on to direct and or just write the script and direct it. So you know, we'll see. I mean, I I I like the first movie enough. So if they can do something like kind of like that, then that'd be cool. But obviously, you don't want to make it just a copy of the first movie. But yeah, I just I, all I'm trying to say is I enjoyed the first movie more than the second one. So you know, Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's all.
0: Yeah. Also, I just realized that. That I was like, don't they have a game coming? There's literally says it right in the middle of their article, and I didn't even see it. I'm so blind. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, oh, wow. Uh, well, yeah, so no, that, that either that either that
1: either you know they, how goofy they, I am. They, they got they got two two movies. They're working on another movie and they and a game. So they're, <laughs> they're building up. They're building up something.
0: All right, cool. Uh, well, I have um, nothing more to add on that, so we can move on.
1: We can move on. Leslie Grace has given us the first look at her Batgirl costume for the upcoming HBO Max film. Let
0: me get this up for you guys.
1: So we have the look at the Batgirl costume. I think it looks pretty decent. It uh is very it definitely looks like the comic book version. So I mean I have no issues with it, you know. No, not
0: really. I need it to. I need I just, to see it in action, like moving and stuff. A, but yeah,
1: yeah. I think, I, I it, think looks it looks okay. Like a, I think it's like a basic, uh, you know, Batgirl outfit. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing like super crazy, like cool about it. But you know, and there's but there's nothing that I'm like, wow, that looks terrible. You know, it's 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 fine. Mm-hmm. Looks fine. Um. So yeah. Um. Honestly. It looks like something that'd
0: be easy for people to cosplay as, to be honest, because yeah, like yeah, it does. That's what I was sort of sitting here thinking. I was like, that would be very easy for somebody to be able it's, to do a cosplay. Some things are complicated. It's like a,
1: yeah, essentially, it's just like a purple jumpsuit with like mm-hmm. a belt and like a holster on the thigh, and then you got obviously the bat symbol on the chest, and then you got like what, like a yellow cape, and then you just need the cowl and some gloves. Like it's not. And you know boots, which we can't see in the picture, but like it's yeah, it doesn't seem like it'd be super crazy. I think it looks fine. Yeah, I think it looks fine. Um, the film will debut exclusively on uh, HBO Max, uh, and it'll and it'll be one of the first major DC properties to be on there. Like I said, exclusively. So,
2: yeah, cool. Um, what else do we have here
1: the next thing that we have in the news is Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse will have or or each dimension will have its own art style says Chris Miller Um, so they were they were being interviewed or Phil Lord and Chris Miller were being interviewed about the the new movie, um, and they uh, they they were avoiding any questions of whether or not they talked to Zendaya and Tom Holland about the new the new movies, but they did share some other things. Um, and this is one of the quotes that they had, um, according to Chris Miller. So am this is a quote. I'm going to read it. It is, as Phil said, a very ambitious sequel because we didn't want to just sort of do the same thing again. And so the idea that we'd be going to different dimensions really opened up an opportunity artistically to have each world have its own art style and to be able to push the folks at Imageworks to develop a new way to have each dimension feel like it was drawn by a different artist's hand. Seeing the development of that stuff is breathtaking. And really, it's the reason we keep doing it because it's so hard
2: to get it right.
1: Um, they described their work on a cro- or Lord, Phil Lord described their work on Across the Sea Spider-Verse as well as their other work on projects like The Mitchells versus The Machines as attempting to push animation in directions that hasn't gone yet. Um But yeah, I I think that's kind of interesting how each dimension is going to have its own special look and feel mm-hmm. and style to it. Because we know we're going to be getting plenty of that in this movie. I mean, for starters they're calling this part one so they're they're at least doing a part two as well so there's going to be a lot of dimension hopping and 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 you know it's uh kind of kind of exciting to be honest i'm curious to see how all the different styles are gonna first of all look and then second of all like how well they're gonna blend in together and and you know because we're gonna have characters from certain styles going into other areas and and so you know and vice versa, so it'll be very, very interesting.
2: Very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, um, that's a lot of work. Uh, It is. Like, that's that's insane to me.
1: That's why these movies take a long time to make, man, because they're fucking ambitious as shit, and they want to do so much to, you know, continue to innovate it, so it's nuts.
0: Yeah. uh, That's... uh, that's uh that's nutty. Very, uh, so that'll be so. that'll be cool. Um I'm excited for it, so uh yeah. Uh what's the next, Daniel?
1: Next up, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is gonna resume filming next week with Letitia Wright. Um, uh, and this was last week, so they're going to be resuming filming this week because this is an article from last week. But, um, but uh, yeah, Letitia Wright is, is, is healed and back in Atlanta. Um,
2: uh, several of the cast and crew
1: tested positive for COVID 19. Um, and they will be, they're scheduled to to resume filming this week for sources, say, will be about four weeks. Um, and then earlier also, last, earlier as in like last year, uh, Letitia Wright suffered an injury while filming a sequence on a stunt rig that had to shut down production in late November. Uh, and obviously, you know, they did what they could without her for, you know, for a while but um yeah and then there was the whole like her being kind of anti-vax for a little bit and all that so
0: yeah there's definitely some
1: there there, there some was a things. lot of things happening in the, in in the making of this movie that kind of delayed the uh, the shooting and all that from happening um uh, and then also apparently Winston Duke, who plays Mbaku, negotiated a hefty raise for his return, uh due to what is being described as an expanded role in the Panther mythos. What expansion what that expansion looks like is unclear. But I think what would be smart if they did is I think what a lot of people have been saying is if they, they made him the new Panther. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think um... I think
1: that would be that would be the way that they they should go about it i definitely um,
0: think he's really cool I, I thought he was really cool in the movies you know like yeah. i enjoyed his character so i, I that'd be cool if he kind of got expanded in there a little bit like it's it's hard to talk about this movie because like uh you know we lost chadwick and like and and like it's like what do you do you know and it's just crazy, you know what's crazy you know? is
1: that it's almost later this year it'll be two years since he's been gone man that's yeah i can't even that's nuts dude it is just crazy the passage of time but yeah this movie has had a has had a, a a rocky road to get here man like it's you know again Chadwick passing and then you know fucking COVID and injuries on set and, yeah, you know, anti vaxing stuff. And it's just, it's been, it's been a hell of a, hell of a ride hearing about all this. Yeah. But like I said, they're scheduled to filming again this week and they will be uh, apparently shooting for about four weeks. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully their troubles are over and they can sail. Wrap it up steadily to the uh finish line for wrapping, you know, at least the filming of this.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh the last piece of news, if you have, if you you know, if you, don't, if you nah. don't have anything else to add on to that. The last nah, thing nah, nah, I, I mean, here no. is is also Marvel news. Um and uh it is just that the Marvels has landed Laura Cartman as composer and she previously did work on the uh marvel's what if uh how'd you feel about the i, I know we we are kind of talked about uh well, well we not not kind of we did talk about what if because we had an entire episode on it but mm-hmm. how'd you feel about the uh the, the score for that
0: um from what i remember i like what it, you remember so. yeah. yeah i remember All liking right. most of the music
1: well, she will be returning to the Marvels to do music on that as well. So that's be, cool. that be cool. Yeah, I, I like I like the What If score. I thought it was thought it was good. So that's uh,
2: this is good. This is good news.
1: She also, for those of you wondering who are, you know, uh, wondering what else she's done, she also did uh, the music for uh, HBO's Lovecraft Country song
2: that gives you a little bit more optimism then there you go
1: but anyway that's the news for the week
0: that's the news um, ladies and gentlemen
1: that is what we're going to wrap it up with um, we're going to take a break because
0: yeah. I need a quick break and then we will come back Thanks. and we'll be talking about the movies we watched because we, we did a retro rewatch this past week uh, yeah. and it's, it, was it was a movie I've never seen before
1: um, it was a movie that i had seen parts of but never all the way through but we'll definitely talk about that here but uh, yeah coming back from our break we're gonna be talking about the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind so stay stay tuned and we'll be back yeah. in a bit and we will talk about what we thought of that movie so
2: we'll be right back after this guys don't go anywhere Hello everyone and we are back from our break and we hope you are too.
0: It is time to head into the main topic of our show, the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Uh this was Daniel's movie pick for our retro rewatch. And for those of you that don't Which, know, we're trying to watch more movies. Yes, yeah, go
1: ahead, Daniel. So let me let me just go ahead and say that. While this retro movies or this is this is this is my pick for retro rewind, as Josh said. Um, but I don't necessarily know, or I don't think. Uh. That this necessarily. Counts as a retro, because I think retro, there has to be at least 20 years for it to be considered retro.
3: And eh, this it's just what we call it.
1: That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this falls under that. But the reason why I chose is because I, I I just really wanted to watch I really wanted to watch the movie so yeah okay. I, uh, I, it was my pick it, it was supposed to be my choice for next month um but but we are doing the whole one a month for the whole year we're doing the monthly retro rewinds now so anyway just get the, I just wanted to get that out of the way for uh for people who are like well you know this movie this movie is a retro I'm like all right okay I, don't, I, I don't
0: don't like nitpick it. us this is what we call the bit. Guys, just what we call the bit, that's all. Okay. Um, but yes, we're trying to watch more anyway. movies basically, and that's what's going to be happening yeah. going forward is watching more
1: movies. This, so. is, this was this month was, was, was my turn. Josh will be hand or be doing it or making his choice next month, so we're going to be doing that mm-hmm. one every other month. We're going to rotate, so yeah, this one was mine. So, Eternal Sunshine Out of the Spotless Mine is a 2004.
2: Rated R um, Oscar winning uh, movie. Uh, directed by uh,
1: Mitchell Gondry. And in case you guys are wondering which uh, Academy Award it won, uh, it won Best Writing original screenplay at the 2005 uh, Oscars. So. uh, Yeah, and all and, and Kate Winslet was nominated for best uh, actress, but she did not win. But I don't believe. Uh, yeah, she's not She was not. That's OK, anyway.
0: because you know what? She did win my heart in every movie that she's in, because <laughs> yeah. I love her. OK, I love her. I, I, <laughs> I love her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was I was going to say, yeah, so. We both watched this movie for the first time. I'd seen little bits and pieces of it from here and there, but never from start to finish. So, Josh, uh, what would you think of uh, Eternal uh, Sunshine? Uh,
0: I was trying to fun? figure out how do I see this. I thought the movie was okay. I, I thought it was okay. an okay movie. I didn't love it. That's uh, the thing. It's like I didn't yeah. love it. Um, but okay. I do think it's a good movie if it's your up your kind of cup of tea kind of movie. I'm not a big Jim Carrey fan in, these days. I used to be. Um, just, you know, he's kind of lost me a little bit. Um, but but most of the cast is good. I love Kate Winslet. We know that. Kirsten yeah, Dunst is in this yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of names in this. Mark Ruffalo's in this movie. Elijah Wood's in this movie. Tom, Tom Wilkinson's in this movie. David Cross is in this movie. The cast is kind of crazy. Like, when I was sitting yeah. there, like, look at all these. I didn't even know Mark Ruffalo was in it until I started watching it, and he showed up on screen. And I was like, wait a minute. The Hulk's in this movie? The fuck? The Hulk
1: uh, is chilling with Frodo. What?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And and yeah. and Spider Man's girlfriend, or at least th- yeah, exactly. Uh, Spider Man's girlfriend, fucking Mary Jane, bro. It's like what's going uh, on here? Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, the movie's kind of like a trip. It's kind of like a. Honestly, at times I was like, "This is a horror movie." I felt like I was as I was watching <laughs> it. And I was like, "This would be awful." Um. But this movie's a lot of things, and, and ultimately I liked it. I thought it's an okay movie, but it didn't, like, it didn't, like, grab me crazy like like it does, because it's just kind of, um... I don't know. I'm usually not into the... the, the, the <laughs> I always want to say drug-trippy movies, because it, like, it's just so much weirdness happens through the course of the movie. This is, uh, like, uh, this is a
1: trippy-ass movie, yeah. This is yeah. definitely a trippy-ass movie. And I have some things to say about that, because we do a lot of timeline jumping. Um, because there's a lot of there, there's a lot of weirdness to this. And we start at one point and you kind of see move to one area to another. And then we kind of go back and it, it's 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 all over the place. It is it, in terms of like timeline, because there's mm-hmm. there's a timeline in this movie and the, and the, a lot of it. Uh, is is, is kind of nuts, but you know what's crazy about this? I believe when this movie was being marketed, it was marketed as a comedy drama. So it's funny that you say that. It's like, oh, it's like a horror or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. No,
0: the first time I was watching it, I was like, this is a horror movie. What the hell? Right. I was like, I wasn't expecting it to be like... Like, if I saw, like, the, 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 the faceless, like, when they show up and he's in the memories and they're just faceless and have no mouths and stuff, I'm like, this is straight-up horror shit. And he's like... He's having to listen to them as they talk about erasing his memories and how he's Yeah. The the, the Elijah Wood character who's a slime ball in this kind of movie oh like a, like a little yeah. shit we're, we're, is like We're going we're gonna oh to get to him a little later. But yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Like so that stuff like when you're having to listen to this and you're like trapped in your own mind almost like sleep paralysis kind of deal. And then there's just some weird shit where he's like, we'll get into it, I'm sure, as we go through. But like when he's, he flashes back as a kid under the table, but it's really, it's really giant, normal size. Jim Carrey's just struck down and it's just weird. The whole movie's kind of weird at times. But yeah, Daniel, please, whatever you want to talk about it, please, you you, you drive the discussion on this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so. There was a lot of things that 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 I felt in in this in this movie. Like I definitely felt Joel on a lot of aspects on a lot of things. I'm um, like, man, I I I completely feel you on that, man. I I understand mm-hmm. Um, Clem Clementine, the uh, the the character played by Kate Winslet, is is quite something. She's she's a little wild, but also adorable in moments. It, it's it's a little, it, it's it's just. I, and I was just thinking, like, how nice was it be to just be able to act silly with somebody like that? You know what I mean? Like, they're just. What, how, when they were just like chilling in the snow and like just, you know, when it mm-hmm. was them, both of them together, you know. Um,
0: She's very yeah, spontaneous, just, very spontaneous yeah. Oh, yeah. kind of character.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, um,
0: living in the moment kind of character.
1: Yeah, there's. But. As I was saying earlier, like there's a lot of um order the order of events of, 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 of this is crazy. Because we start out the movie with them kind of meeting each other, but in reality, that moment is the moment where they meet again after mm-hmm. they both erased each other from their own minds. So it's kinda it's again going back to the trippy aspect, this movie's fucking trippy, man. So these two characters erase each other from their minds after being in a relationship together and and you know a, 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 so a lot of this has to do with clementine's hair clementine's hair um really i noticed is um is is her hair changes every color so or or, or it has there's four different there's four different colors of her hair throughout this movie and each one embodies and signifies a different spot in their relationship, and of the um, actual like, like, um, like seasons, like the seasonal time that we're in in the movie. So, for example, um, her hair is significant because it, it. it the color shifts and and guides us into not only Joel's state of mind and and the seasons uh, of of the year. Like for, like for example, when her hair is green, that means we're in spring. When we're if her hair is red, that means we're in summer. If Her hair is orange, it uh, it means we're in fall, and when it's blue, that means we're in winter. And what and and I'm gonna get a little bit more into that here in a bit, but um, yeah, I just. There was there was like I'll get into that here in 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 a little bit more detail, but I want to talk about some other stuff before we get into that real quick. Like there were some moments in this movie, like where I did definitely like understand Joel when he's like when he's talking to her or 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 whatever, and he's like, well, he's like, my life isn't all that interesting, you know. And I was like, man, Man. I feel you on that because sometimes like you you know you you Mm -hmm. you're talking to a girl and she you know she she wants to know things and you're just like man i have nothing to say to you because or, or 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 not really that but just like man i i my life is not interesting i don't have anything exciting to tell you about you know what i mean so yeah it, so i definitely i definitely felt them on that it's just like i don't you know because i've definitely gone through that before in the past personally like i can say like for me I, i've definitely gone through that where it's like you know it, it's it's natural and 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 just normal for, for when, you know, when you're talking to a girl that like she wants to know about you and then all this stuff. But it's just like at the same time, I'm just like, man. What do I say? Because I. I there's nothing interesting going on with me, you know, so I, yeah. I definitely I definitely felt that um, I definitely felt that for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, just the 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 thought of Bruce Banner, you know, fucking the Hulk and Frodo talking about stealing a girl's panties while oh fucking, my God. while Jim Carrey is fucking laid out on the <laughs> fucking bed, just like I just, I, and then like not only that, but it's like then you have again Mark Ruffalo and and, uh, and Kristen Dunst eating fucking food off of a plate that's on his body while he's just fucking on the bed, like uh-huh. you know. And then they're, like, dancing on them, like, the happening shit.
0: When they were doing that, I was like, what is this movie?
1: I was <laughs> like, fucking, this is so weird. It's weird, really weird man. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, like, fucking on the side, too, man. Because at one point, they, you know, fucking mm-hmm. Mark Buffalo and person does you know, fuck. And it's like, man. Fucking the homie Jim Carrey is over here just passed out. Fucking getting his memories erased and shit while he's dealing with this, you know, traumatic experience of, like, you know. I'm living, re- reliving his memories, but also being like, yo, wait, I don't actually want to erase my memory. I love this girl too much. I don't, I don't want to, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I changed my mind, you know? Um, yeah, it, it's, it, it's crazy, man. And then, like, it's just weird seeing all his memories, especially as he tries to, like, hide her in all of his, you know? If that makes mm-hmm.
0: sense. Yeah.
1: It's yeah, the the whole and then like you said, like any time he goes in his memories, he like sees himself from like like an outer body, out of body experience. Like he sees himself there, and he's like you know sees the people talking to him while he's and then yeah, the the, the faces all scrambled up and messed up and what it's yeah, it's pretty nuts, man. It's pretty nuts.
0: Yeah, it's it's trippy because they're like erasing his memory, and he's like forgetting these things and because he's forgetting these things. You can't see their faces and yeah, um. It's also different to see Jim Carrey in this type of role as Joel because he's very subdued, very down, very, very like you know, I want to say normal, but but like like very. It's not like just normal. It's It's just like you're used to him being outrageous, right and loud.
1: Yeah, silly characters Mm -hmm. that he plays. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Which even though I'm not really a fan of his anymore, I remember that being like. I remember, like, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and the mask, and all shit like that, and then you see him in a movie like this, and it's it's very different for him uh, to, to, to be in it. But yeah, like, the uh, I do like, like, all the relationship stuff that happens during the course of the movie, and seeing, like, his because you start with, like, the worst of it, right? Which is, like, them fighting and arguing and then the, the more that gets erased, the more you see, like, where it started, and it was sweet, and it was nice, and yeah how much they cared for each other until he's finally like i don't I can't let me keep this one memory please just let me keep this one um, yeah. Um, but yeah like the the memory erasing thing is like I, I'm glad they don't like explain that at all it's just a thing that exists
1: that ha- that, can, that can be a thing yeah can be done yeah that people have been doing and you know which by the way speaking of the memory erase thing dude when fucking uh what's his name uh uh tristan dunce and and tom wilkinson's characters they, it's revealed that fucking he erased her memory and they had an affair mm-hmm. and everything i was like what,
0: yes, what yeah the hell?
1: that was nuts dude and then his wife like shows up and mark ruffalo like you know honks the horn like yo your wife is here dog like you know what i mean like that was crazy dude that was that was really nuts
0: yeah I wasn't expecting that to be a no. a thing. Um. But yeah. Uh. But
1: yeah. The, the order there? of the events in their relationship is kind of backwards or in release or a reverse order. Um. There's there's also like not only do we get to see Joel kind of relive. Some stuff. But we also get to see Clem relive some stuff too. Like for example, there's a moment where. Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe I kind of felt it coming, and then it just didn't happen. Yeah. I was like, wait, okay, we're fine. My nose is just fucking with me. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so there's a moment on the on the beach, with where we're Clem's with Patrick, right? Mm-hmm. And she kind of, like, has a freak out. There it is. Uh, I knew it was coming. Anyway, uh, there's Clem kind of freaks out on the beach when she's with Patrick. Because she kind of, like, starts to get to the, the realization that she kind of, she's remembering things because she remembers or she realizes that she had been there already before with Joel. So she's kind of just freaking out while she's with Patrick. Which, by the way... Patrick is a fucking scumbag, dude. Yes, he absolutely he, is he, a piece of shit. He stole her underwear while they were erasing her memory, and not only that, but he was using information from Joel's letters and and all those like little tokens of of their relationship that they had from him to get her to get, you know, Clem to love him. That's some that's some bitch shit, dude. Fuck Patrick, yeah. man. Yeah, no, Fuck Patrick's like
0: Like a real piece of shit in this movie.
1: This is a scumbag, dude. And he's such a creep. But yeah, it's just, you know, so again, we get to see like Joel, you know, go through all this, but there's also moments where we see Clem, like, you know, reliving stuff that she's been through again before, you know, so it's kind of,
2: it's kind of nuts. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, as I said, Let's let's go ahead and get into the significance of, of Clementine's uh, hair colors here because I said I was going to yeah. go ahead and do that. Um so I kind of went alluded to it earlier. Um or not, I mean I, I said it earlier. Um
2: so green kind of uh embodies uh sort of like a
1: um a renewal, so to so to speak, right? Like, it's it's the it's the hair color that we see when he when when her and um, uh, Joel first meet, um, when they're on the you know the the beach at the, at the you know at the beach uh, party or whatever the hell it was that they met, and it also signifies kind of like Clem provide Clementine providing a fresh start. And like a promise of, of 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 something new, or or new adventures, to Joel, uh, after we saw that Joel was kind of having issues with uh, Naomi, his previous girlfriend that he talks about, um, and and that's how he sees her, you know, as somebody that can kind of revitalize his life and 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 you know, bring him a a, a fresh start to you know what what he was currently going through and then you know red when her her hair color's red we're you know the summertime and it kind of like signifies the like honeymoon phase of a relationship you know that kind of like what, like the 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 strongest point of like when you're in a relationship with somebody like you know that that like fiery love when you're like yes when it's like fresh and and you know before you, before you get into too much history with one another and 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 it's also the color that we see in 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 the visions or the or the flashbacks or whatever you want to call it. When he realizes that when he's erasing his memory that he doesn't want to erase her. You know, it's that that deep passion and love that that uh, the, the fiery red is is what that is um and then orange when we see her hair is orange it kind of signifies or embodies the uh the the falling so to speak much like you know orange is, is the color of the fall or the autumn mm-hmm. season you know much like the much like the leaves falling during the the uh the fall season it also embodies the falling of their love um it's the color that we see her have on her hair when they have their arguments. And when uh, Joel was like, you know, there's a particular scene in the movie where he's like, uh, Oh, this is the, uh," I forget the exact wording, but he's kind of like something along the lines of, Oh, uh, uh, this is the perfect ending to this piece of shit story, you know, that kind of scene. So it's like, you know, it's meant to like signify the, the falling out of their, of their love as, as well as, you know, the fall of, of of the leaves and the trees and the season and
2: all that. Um, and then lastly, we have blue. So
1: blue embodies kind of, it's like, you you know, the, the much similar to like winter and like how things freeze over and things like that. It's their love is freezing over as well. Um, living things die much like the death of their relationship. Uh, when when he sees her, the one of the first times we see her with this blue hair is when she has already he, she has already erased him from her memory. And it's when she gets kissed by Patrick, if you remember for the first time, when mm-hmm. when he's when he walks up to the, the bookstore or whatever and he's like, Oh, she didn't even remember me or recognize me. Like, like is she fucking with me kinda when he was when you when he was saying that? Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's we we see her with that hair after you know, he, she's already erased him, and now he's attempting to do the same. But there's something else significant about her hair because it's not all blue. There's like a patch in like her, like it starts like in her roots, that's kind of like a like a brownish, if I remember correctly. The point is, her hair is not all blue. There's like a patch of like brown in her roots. But that's also significant because it also
2: um, is relevant to the fact that
1: you know, much like the melting of the uh, 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 of the snow, it it isn't over yet. Like their love isn't over yet. Like mm-hmm. there is, I guess, probably the best word to use here would be like hiber- like a hibernation kind of of sorts. Um, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, you know, it, it and it all goes back to like when they first met again on the train, right? Like they, you know, it's, it, it's blues, but there's like the, the bits of like, you know, of, 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 of the Brown in there. So it's kind of like meant to spark a little bit of hope that, you know, even though they're in this cycle, it's, it's never like, I guess, Truly over and and maybe like even though they've been through some fucked up stuff and some some of some toxic things of the relationship had to die, you know maybe this next time around, they yeah they will you know make it work somehow because they're starting kind of fresh you know because they both I guess they both kind of like rem like slightly remember each other but even though they don't necessarily um. Remember, remember, I, I, this movie is trippy, man. Like just talking mm-hmm. about it in my own head, I'm trying to like say it as least confusing as possible, but I feel like I'm failing even there. It's 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 a hard movie to explain. You kind is, of have to see trippy. it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, very it's very trippy and very thought provoking and and all that stuff. And and and, and yeah, <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's 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 nuts, dude. It's it's pretty wild.
0: I like I like how it ends, um, which is that. Um, Despite everything, despite the fact that they they find out that they were in each other's lives before, and that they erased each other, and they got they got to hear those tapes because they want you to record yeah. like all the stuff before they erase your memory, because um, it kind of helps them map your brain so they can erase the memories easier. That's, um, yeah. And and those and those tapes are bitter, and those tapes are bitter because you know when you're when you're thinking about that type of stuff and the relationships ended, you can be kind of bitter. Things can be angry, so you say things on those tapes uh that were like shitty right like like cuz you know you get the worst of it you're hurt and you're having that that moment where it's like the worst of it and like they hear those tapes at the end and um despite everything they kind of get a second chance and try to have a second chance and have another go around which is which is nice i like that it's an uplifting ending and not like a a a shitty ending um or when i say a shitty ending like a heartbreaking ending uh, you know that kind of ending um because i like i like happy endings i like the idea that yeah they have another shot you know is it gonna work out who knows but they get another who chance knows? at it another, another swing shot, yeah like sometimes that's all you want another chance you know uh yeah. to have another chance to say sure. say something that matters this time that maybe you didn't before or or, yeah. or you know i, I definitely uh, felt
1: that because it- there's some things that I, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, man, if, you know, if only if only, but yeah, yeah, for sure. They're definitely like, I I said, for me, there's definitely some things that I wish that, you know,
3: uh-huh.
1: in my own personal uh, life, I that Same. I could go back and, 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 and change and, and say that were different. Or, cause you know, it's always, it's always easier to look back at a relationship once it's mm. over, you know? Yes. And you're like, man, cause in the moment you're kind of just like, you're 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 feeling things and and you're and mm-hmm. you're thinking things and 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 all of it is not always the the smartest or, or wisest or you know the best thing you could do, but mm-hmm. you're in the you're in the middle of it. You're in the heat of it. It's always easier to look back after it's all over and be like, man, I fucked up there, or I should have said this thing here, or you know, yeah. I maybe I didn't do everything I could have there, you know. So yeah,
0: you
1: now that's just just the way it is, though, man. You can't. You
0: can't you can't watch this movie and not think about your past relationships, romantic or otherwise yeah. too. Cause I mean, there's friendships. Uh, I wish I could say things different or done things different uh, as well. But, uh, but this movie really makes you think about that kind of stuff. Like, man, I wish I could change that. Or I remember yeah. this and I wish I hadn't said that. Or I wish I'd said this instead or, you know, any, any number of things. So it, it makes you, this movie definitely makes you think about those kind of past relationships Absolutely. in that way. Um, um, and that's why I think I think it's a great movie. Uh, personally, for me, it was just an okay movie, but I actually do think it's a great movie for for people. Yeah, um, yeah. And I love a I love a romance, and the movie is ultimately like a little bit of a it is a romance because they're dealing with a relationship, is, yeah. and um, but it's also a whole lot of other things, and it's at times very confusing. But I think everybody should give it a shot if you haven't ever seen it. Um,
1: Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, yeah, for sure. I, I would say that as well.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: it's a uh, yeah. It definitely gets it good. definitely gets a little confusing when you know with the timelines and you know starting at one point and then going back and then like you know it's yeah it, it gets all it gets all crazy. But but yeah, it, it's I do think it's a good movie though. I thought Kate Winslet was fantastic in this movie. I thought Jim Carrey okay. was good. Um, it's just it's just crazy thinking that fucking Elijah Wood went from being Frodo, like, you know, probably almost immediately from Lord of the Rings to to then go do this, which is kind of nuts. <laughs> yeah,
0: because
1: he's a scumbag in this. Yeah, movie, he's like, he's shit. scum
0: in this movie. He's not likable at all. <laughs>
1: no. Mm-mm. Like, fucking (laughs) Buffalo is such a. He's such a fucking goofball in this, man. He's
0: goofy. It's so. That's the thing that struck me is like, how in the dream world, I understand while everything can be silly and weird and strange and even horrid at times. In the real world, I'm like. This is so weird. They're all they're awake. They're not dreaming. They're dancing over Jim Carrey as he's laying there, and they're un- and they're in their undies dancing on top of him on the bed. And I'm like, no yeah. normal person would be doing this. <laughs> like, you know, like he was kind of like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's the
1: the whole movie is kind of like trippy. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, but like I said, I think overall it's definitely a good movie. It definitely makes you think about some stuff for, for you know, as you're watching through it and, and it mm-hmm. definitely, like...
0: It's also pretty know, short. Kinda... It's a pretty short movie. I feel like yeah, I, it's, like it's, uh, a, it's like an hour like and three 40 an minutes, 45 minutes, something like that.
1: 40-something, yeah.
0: I feel like it was short. Um, uh, I didn't regret my time with it. I guess that's a good word, to, a good thing to say about it. I didn't regret, you know watching the movie. And I probably would watch yeah, it again no, no. In
1: the I did, I I didn't either. Yeah. I actually would be curious to see how I feel about it on a on a, uh on a, on a future watch for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz again, much like you, I liked it, but I, you know, I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorite movies not or anything, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It was, it was it was good, but It's a know. good thought provoking movie. It's
0: good for getting your brain oh, yeah, like yeah. going to thinking about things.
1: Um yeah because as you're watching you're like, oh wait, this this takes place here, and this goes there, and then, like I said, you gotta have to connect the dots with like Clementine's hair and like you know it's 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 all over the it's everywhere it's crazy you gotta you really gotta pay attention to some of that stuff, you know, but um but yeah, i uh I liked it, I liked it, yeah, I did like. It. It, it, this is one of those movies that I've heard about for years that people like rave about and really like love and, and enjoy and think it's a really good movie and stuff and I just for the longest time you know I, I again I haven't I hadn't seen it and I was like well I gotta I gotta put it down I gotta watch it and this year we kind of made a goal of wanting to watch more movies so I'm like all right we're gonna this is gonna be one of those next ones that I want to watch and, and 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 you know we'll just We'll get her done so i can see finally what the hell people are, are talking about
2: with this movie and uh here we are here
1: we are it's good to finally uh have seen it for sure
0: yeah and i definitely recommend people check it out if uh as well uh yeah uh, but yeah if that's all we got to say on it that's all we got to say on it i guess um
1: I suppose, yeah. I mean, I again, it's a, it, it was an Oscar, uh, winning movie for, uh, for best, uh, screenplay. And, uh, Kate Winslow was, nomin- was nominated but did not win for, uh, best, uh, actress. Um, uh, but yeah, I definitely think this is one of like Jim Carrey's, like, more, oh my God. Uh, Mm-hmm. better I think one of his better movies like you know when he's because yeah like you said earlier most of the time he's playing more of a goofball character and he isn't he's not in this one you know it's just he's just a guy that's you know he's he's a sad boy that we can all we can all relate to
0: <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely Yeah. Um, trippiest moment for me in this movie when he's getting a bath mm-hmm. in the sink I was like, "What the
1: fuck oh. is happening in here?" Yeah, some of those moments where, like, we see him and Clem go back, and like you, like you said, he's like fight, he's getting bullied by the kids or whatever, and it's like grown ass Jim Carrey. Yeah. And then like, they're, they're like, oh my god, that part was so
0: funny. That part is so funny was, when he's like, "I'm funny. grown up, I can take you now," and he fucking gets armbarred by the little kid. There's some movie moments in this movie that are very, they're funny and they're like strange and just like I don't know. You gotta watch the movie. All right. Anyway, that's that's the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Um, We checked it out. We watched it. Ultimately, we liked it. Uh, Definitely a different type of movie. That I haven't I haven't watched something like this in a while. I don't feel like
1: so. Yeah, you know it's 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 nice to watch uh, different types of things every once in a while. I kind of I've been watching you know a lot of movies recently, and I kind of try to mix things up here and there, so it's not just the same, you know, the same shit all the time. So. It's nice. It's nice to have some variety, you know, in in the. In the movie, in the filmmaking art form. That is uh, for our entertainment. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those are uh, those are our thoughts on that. Um, Like I said, I thought the cast, everybody was good, you know,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Mark Ruffalo, Elijah Wood, Kirsten Dunst, Tom Wilkinson, Kay Winslet, Jim Carrey, even, you know, fucking David Cross, which is in here for like two seconds or whatever. But you he, knew he, 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 that was, was, was pretty good. Um, for what it was, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that is our. Uh, Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, there's our thoughts on the movie. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, join us uh, for. The next one, which next one will be next will be next month again, Josh's pick for the retro rewind mm-hmm. and uh I believe Josh already has his pick in the pick is um, in
0: we can tell you what it is if we
3: should if you, you want if you, you if you wanna
1: if you wanna tell'em if you wanna tell the good people of the uh uh, uh who are listening or watching to this what the what the next retro rewind for next month is gonna be Josh, which the is the next your pick. so the
0: next one go for it. the next one is definitely retro it's very retro it's retro yeah. several times over. Uh, but we'll be checking out the Maltese Falcon from 1941, with Humphrey Bogart yes. uh, in the in that role. We'll be checking it out. I've always, I've never seen it, uh, and I've always kind of wanted to. And we've been wanting to check out some of the classics. And I've Josh, always it's heard this World is a
1: World War of them. II era movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going back to the 40s, baby. We're going back to a we're going to a noir
1: film. Not only that, uh, not only another, not only another World War II movie, but another Humphrey Bogart movie. Yes, 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 yes. Um Which I'm a, I'm all about. I, I like watching a lot of these. I want to I want to I wanna watch more of these old school movies, man. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, like you I just look too. at the poster and right away you're like, yes, that is. And then yeah, like this is a a, a noir crime film, so I'm 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 ready, dude. I I, I want to I definitely will be looking forward to checking that out next month. So yeah, it's that. gonna like be like a so, lot of fun. That's, that's Josh's pick for next month. Uh join us then for that. Um but coming up for the the this the you know for the next episode next week we're gonna be doing uh some more D&D world building.
0: Yes. So, I think we're gonna make a weapon or an item or something. It'll we'll flank us something. D we'll world
1: some. building part five next week. Yes, uh, sir. that'll be fun All for right. episode one oh five, so Thanks for joining us, everyone. We're gonna it's go time ahead, for the end of the show. Let's on, go ahead and do our goodbyes.
0: Do. I'm going to throw you up, Daniel. You're up. You're on
1: there. All right. Hello. Thanks for watching. Uh, quite a bit of news we had today. Um, it was a fun episode, though, as always. Um, like I said, join us next week for D&D building Part 5. That's going to be fun. It's been a little bit since I've done anything with D&D. That'll be cool. Um, coming up on stream, Josh and I are going to be doing a co-op of Dying Light. So come check out our channels tomorrow. If you're watching this live, tomorrow and um, uh, uh, Thursday. But if you're watching this on some of the other platforms, then we will probably already have done this. Or we will have already played through Dying Light. Well, not the whole thing, but you know, at least we will have started it. By the time this is up. So, uh, anyway, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, appreciate you all as always, and uh, we'll see you over on the next one next time next week. Bye bye. Have a good one. Peace out. All right, guys. Thanks everybody for watching the show. We're in our triple digits here in
0: 104, which is awesome. We're gonna keep doing the show for a very long time to come. So. Uh... Hell yeah to that. Make sure to stop by the stream tomorrow uh, around 3 Eastern time I guess would be when we're starting up around that time Daniel uh, for Dying Light uh, our co-op run uh, so we appreciate those of you that show up come to my stream, come to Daniel's stream we'll have multi-streams up I'm sure and we love and appreciate all your support and thank you guys so much for checking us out Uh, podcast is available on all the places, just about, except for, like, iTunes, which I'm going to get us up there eventually. One of the things I got to do this year. Uh, we're available on Spotify. We'll be up on Daniel's YouTube later. Probably tomorrow, I imagine. Um, and all that good stuff. Uh, until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye, and those of you hang around in the chat, because we're going to find somebody to raid, but I got to end the recording first. Bye-bye, guys.